0: welcome to episode number 29 of the raw food podcast i am your host laura jane the Tarian, and in this episode i'm going to be sharing just some information with you about my upcoming cookbook which is going to be released for sale Tomorrow, and I'm super excited about it. So I'm gonna give you kind of an overview of cookbooks and the process surrounding them because I thought you might find that interesting as I certainly did and I would have when I was first starting out in the raw food world. So stay tuned and I will be back with you shortly. So it is February, 2014. And I am just in awe of how when we take small steps towards the goals that we want to achieve, be that in our health, in business, in any re- any subject matter really, we can really get so much done when we just focus on the little baby steps. And it's almost like one of those things that my grandmother used to say, you know, if you take care of the pennies, the dollars will take care of themselves. And that if you just focus on the little things, the things that you need to do every day, in health or your career or your work then eventually you'll kind of look up and say oh my gosh I've just accomplished something amazing like you know lose a lot of extra weight or get really fit or graduate from university or do whatever big thing that's important to you in your life and for me I went raw first in 2009 in the summer of 2009 and it just started out with me um tracking my recipe successes and failures on the internet and I always really enjoyed taking photos and sharing recipes and, and all that kind of stuff and for me it I'm kind of just taking a moment to reflect and realize that oh my gosh I do have my first real tangible print book that is going to be coming out tomorrow and I'm just so excited about it but I think there's really a lot of lessons to be learned here um you know I usually focus the podcast on teaching you how to cook in a way or uncook as they say as a raw vegan but I I also like to share different tips regarding mindset and um, you know little tips and tricks uh, that you can use to help retrain your mind because when we talk about healthy eating or trying to make good decisions in any area of our life really uh, could be exercise or motivating yourself in any any area of your life, usually it's it's not necessarily just about the basics. I mean, take weight loss. We pretty much all know the basic steps of what we need to do. In a very simplistic way, we need to eat more fruits and vegetables, we need to stay away from the junk food. So that is a very, very simple concept to understand. And I think probably most 10-year-olds today would understand the, the basic principles. But it's really that what is difficult is not understanding the basic principles, but putting these principles into action. So when we think about uh, retraining and thinking about our our focus and, and the everyday decisions that we make, it's really crucial to realize that that's the important stuff. And of course, I love to teach you how to cook and that is important as well. Um, but we can't look at each of these things in a silo because a lot of people could maybe even even for example, be a raw food chef or a healthy eating chef, but not be putting those practices into um, action in their own life. So there's one thing to have the knowledge. And then there's the second part, which is to put it into action. And so yes, as I did mention at the beginning of this podcast, I'm very excited about my print book, but I wanted to use this example of my cookbook, because I thought you might find it interesting and to take you along on this journey with me, because I know you like to hear not just about um, recipes all the time. I I know it's more interesting to hear about a variety of different aspects of the Rotarian world. So I thought I would talk about the cookbook, but I can also bring that back throughout this podcast to really um, help us focus on just getting those core messages for wherever you need to hear that in your life. So for me, I can just use that as a hypothetical example right now. Since I was a little kid, I always wanted to be an author or to be a writer, and that was absolutely my dream. I would say. My mom was a professional musician, and she certainly would have loved me to be a professional cellist. I do play the cello reasonably well, but it to me, it just was never my passion. I always knew that using words to communicate was something that was so important to me and I think I'm just really using this moment of my cookbook really coming up for sale tomorrow for the first time, Um, you know, as a moment to reflect and to think how something that I've worked really hard on, in some ways, I'm not going to say it was easy to put together the cookbook, but I didn't focus on you know, in 2009, when I first went around, like, Oh, my gosh, I need to write this cookbook. And it has to have 82 recipes, and it has to have 189 um, pages. If I had started to think about that, back in 2009, I would have just totally overwhelmed myself. I'm very easily overwhelmed in a lot of areas in my in my life. And one of the main ways that I can help get over that, be it with, um you know, what I'm doing on therawtarian.com or even with food, we don't have to be perfect, we don't have to know exactly where we're going. If let's say if you're, you have 150 pounds to lose to be at a healthy weight, that is a hugely overwhelming thought. And if you really on the first day, for example, that you go that you try to make some really healthy choices and you think, okay, I'm going to do this can be extremely overwhelming to think about oh my gosh I have to lose 150 pounds but if you can help yourself by just focusing on those little mini baby goals that are right in front of you so maybe you know 150 pound weight loss is your goal or say (laughs) making writing a cookbook or you want to go back to school and you want to become a nurse so sometimes When you have that huge goal, you can just freak yourself right out of it. So what I have done both with my um, transformation of my eating habits, going from an extremely junk food vegetarian, as I call it, to essentially a a fully raw vegan in 2009. I didn't tell myself I'm going to be fully raw for the rest of my life. You know, I need to make this change. I said, well, for me, my bite sized goal, which was actually quite a big goal, And probably bigger than I would suggest for you is, uh, you know, let's try going raw for 30 days. So that's how I got started. But I think, and for me, then that just led to bigger changes. And I actually now, you know, and just being the Rotarian is my whole life, but it didn't really start out that way. So I think when we have any big goal, sometimes even when you're writing a to-do list, if you're writing it down and you say, become a nurse or lose 150 pounds, or write a cookbook, you're going to think, oh my lord, that's too huge. So when you have such a daunting item on your to-do list, you know, it's, it's, you're going to want to procrastinate it because it's too huge. But maybe if we take even going back to school to become a nurse, okay, let's not write become a nurse on our to-do list. Instead, what's the first baby step that you're going to need to do. So maybe in that case, I'm not a nurse. I don't know. What would be the first step? Maybe, you know, maybe you need to upgrade your math from high school. So maybe instead of writing become a nurse on your to-do list, you could write call local, I don't even know, you know, upgrading center and find out about upgrading math 11. Or just find out what's required to upgrade your math 11. You know, similarly, a lot of people might think going raw. What's the first thing they need to do? Oh, they need to, you know, get a Vitamix and throw out every piece of junk food in the house and like go really huge. But no, okay, let's calm down. Let's say the first, I want to have more raw food in my life. Maybe I can, um try to make a raw dessert or maybe I don't even have any a food processor or a blender so maybe I can find a raw food recipe that requires no equipment at all and I can make that recipe. So maybe on your to-do list you could write find one raw recipe that requires no equipment. And then I guess I'm going through these hypothetical examples so regarding the cookbook for me That's a cookbook is like losing the 150 pounds, you know, if you've been executing every day your baby goals, one day you think, oh my gosh, I am 150 pounds lighter than I was, or I um, look at this, I'm holding my cookbook in my hot little hands. But really, that is almost just like a byproduct of your everyday actions. And I wish I had this quote in front of me. You guys all know that I love my inspirational quotes, but and I don't even remember what it is, but I know that there's a lot of quotes that essentially will say, you know, um you I forget what it is. Your thoughts become your habits. Oh my gosh, help me out here, someone. I'll put it in the show notes at com slash podcasts. But um basically what we do is it totally reflective of our habits of because it's those little things that you do every day that culminate in um the big results so when we want to make a really big change like become a nurse or lose weight or have a book published we can really fixate on the huge actions like um just those huge pinnacle moments. But life is not really about those pinnacle moments. Life is about the tiny steps, the tiny choices you make every single day. And those big pinnacle moments are just a byproduct. Those are not... I mean, it's important to have big picture goals because they help keep you motivated along the way. But if you're not taking those specific steps every single day to get there, you won't ever... Re- reach those big goals so i think that's kind of the overview of how i'm trying to relate all of these stories together and i think if you're familiar with my recipes at the and some of you have been with me since like the really early days of 2009 and you all know how much you mean to me how much your emails and um you know tweets and um phone calls and everything else have just been so hugely inspirational for me and really kept me motivated along the way. But, you know, back in 2009, I actually receive a lot of people as well who email me and say, oh my gosh, your website is so great. You have nutritional information on your, each recipe and your food photography is so nice now, comparatively. And, you know, how did you do this? Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I want to have a website, but I don't even know where to begin. Again, the way it looks today... At the Rotarian.com is not how it looked at the beginning. For those of you who remember what it looked like in the early days, everything was chocolate brown and with red colors. And you know, things, one of my favorite things to think about, and something that I will say all the time when people um, in my everyday life will say, tell me that they love my recipes or they're amazed at what I'm doing. And I will always say, oh, well, you know, it's a work in progress. Because everything is a work in progress. Our work, our health—it's always improving, hopefully, and it's always changing. So, originally, when I started out with my website, I even think it was not even at therawtarian.com; it was at um, something like therawtarian.wordpress.com. I forget, but it was just—it was—it was, was nothing. It was a tiny blog that I just would put some terribly hideous pictures, some of which still exist on my website, and I'm trying to improve them. But you know, it was so basic. And that's a really a lesson that we need to remember is, um, you know, when you're just starting out, it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to start where you're at. And you will evolve. And, um, and you know, in the raw food world, too, you hear a lot of people talking about different types of raw food and how there's the low fat low-fat raw vegans and the I guess high-fat raw vegans and all these places in between but even if your end goal is to say never eat a nut in your whole life again sometimes you just need to start with where you're at and take that tiny baby step towards where you want to go and so those little steps will lead you towards that end goal of where you want to be so I hope you're following along with my tangents here but I think you know for example like at the Rotarian um I think there's something like I should know this but I don't like maybe 100 free recipes and then there's probably about 90 member recipes right now I think it's something and let's even just say 100 free and 100 member recipes and when I think about that my head kind of spins because I'm like I can't believe I've made that many recipes <laughs> But it's really something that is just cumulatively over time. And sometimes it is a case of it would be easier to just sort of sit on the couch and eat raw pudding and not do anything. And there's definitely moments where I do that too. But I think it's really helpful if you can sort of try to set up some systems, whatever they are for you, whatever your goal is, that help to motivate you. So... Um, And I mean, motivation is a huge subject. And I think I've talked about that more in some previous podcasts relatively recently. But I know that we all need to think and understand ourselves and what gets us excited and what motivates you. And for me, always from the outset of the work of putting my recipes online has been hugely motivated by you guys. So I know that I'm like, oh man this is too hard. I don't want to do this anymore. But when I um, feel that way, I actually have like a, a folder in my email inbox that is just some of the like super motivational emails from you guys or phone messages that I've received that tell me, you know, that I have made a difference or my recipes or just something that I have said or taught to you has made a difference. And that is so hugely motivational. So you'll you'll notice, though, that I'm often asking for, um, you know, feedback from you because I know that that's what I need to keep going. Because sometimes, even what I do sometimes on the Rotarian with my recipes is can be kind of like, not boring, but like one of the tasks I, I know I need to do is write a little summary about each recipe. So there's about 200 recipes. And I wanna write like a three sentence summary of each recipe. And I've been procrastinating that for a really long time. And I wanna have these little blurbs about each recipe that I can use, Um, but I've been procrastinating that. But I do know that what gets me through those little blocks is calling upon that thing that motivates me. Um, And for me, that's definitely about feedback, but it could be so many different things. I know when we're trying to change our food habits especially if you're really in the early stages and you're trying to make a really big change and trying to shed some of those really old ingrained habits you might I mean it's a very different thing but you want to think about what is going to help motivate you in those down times and for everybody it could be something different it could be often it can help when you think about how you want to feel how you want to feel about yourself, how you want to be living your life. So a lot of times if we can think about even those words that really motivate us, like, um, you know, your core beliefs about yourself. So let's say you have a really bad pattern of unhealthy eating and you want to really start to think about that you don't want to be that way. You don't want to feel sluggish. You don't want to feel, you know, just that feeling of when you're maybe heavy and you are overly full and you just feel kind of gross inside from what you've been putting in your body. Like if you have a huge McDonald's meal, it makes you feel kind of, let's just say sluggish afterwards. So, but maybe you can think about the emotion or the thought of how you want to feel. I know there's definitely a lightness that you feel when you eat healthy food. So it's not always about, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to... That's sort of a very, I mean, what's the benefit of that? So what, you're 10 pounds lighter or 150 pounds lighter. But I think what really is easier to get motivated about for ourselves is to think, well, I want to feel confident or I want to feel light. Like when I move around, I want to feel like there's a spring in my step. So I think a lot of us need to kind of think about how we want to feel. And even for me, when I think back about the recipes, I wanted to feel like I was making a difference. I wanted to feel like my existence on this planet was having a good impact on other people. And so it wasn't like I want. so in that case, I think it's actually a good example. I wasn't like, I wanna have 200 recipes on the internet because that is not very exciting. Same with like, I wanna lose 50 pounds. I mean, that's a very descriptive kind of like factual goal which is good. I mean, it's good to have those factual goals, but it's hard to get excited about like, you know, work. (laughs) So I think really, um, if you can find out what kind of motivates you, and sometimes it just takes, and I know we're all busy and, um, it's hard, but sometimes it just takes really sitting even for a few moments just sort of sort of asking yourself like how do I feel right now and how do I want to feel or what do I want to make a priority in my life that I'm not making a priority today so and sometimes really even when you take a moment and think okay I don't have time to think about any of these things first of all good for you for listening to the podcast Um, but really sometimes it really only takes a couple of minutes of just like pause like it could be You're sitting on the toilet and the kids are banging on the door or whatever, like just trying to just take that moment and put everything on pause. And it can be literally like just a minute and just kind of like let your brain go kind of blank and ask yourself something about, you know, what what do I need to do whatever it is so to help you move forward. And I think a lot of times we don't stop to think about those questions And I know this, I usually am really good, as you may notice, about the podcasts of being like, today on this episode, we're going to be talking about number one, raw food, whatever, and number two, blah, blah, blah. And I stay on these really nice lists. But I think that for me, I just wanted to hit record. I know that I'm feeling really proud of myself, of having accomplished a goal. And I wanted to give myself this treat of sharing it with you. And really reflecting on the fact that for me, it has been really exciting putting the book together, but it has not been as hard because I have done so much work on a tiny everyday basis, every single day since, you know, 2009. So when it came time to select the recipes for the book, it was like, oh, well, there's only room for 82 recipes. I have so many, we could, you know, choose this or that. And so... Things become so much easier when you've put the work in in advance. Now, it's a whole nother show to talk about how it's hard to put the work in. But definitely one thing I have noticed in all areas of my life as well is when you work hard for something and when something comes, you know, through difficulty you love it and feel that much more connected to it and it brings you a great satisfaction so I I do not have children but you hear about this as well with kids you know like that one of the reasons you build that major connection with your child is because you've put in so much of your love and your energy and your life energy you know into this little being and there's that major connection there and when you sometimes think like oh remember when you know the baby was I don't know, I don't have kids. But like, you know, through that sort of hardship, there's like a major bonding that happens and a major um, feeling like I can only imagine when you've had say, a teenager like I was when I was 14, that was terribly hard. You know, I was a difficult teenager, I had a hard time as a teenager. And, you know, I know my parents found it really hard to raise me. And now we have a great relationship. And we Can feel like we've been through a lot together and they're like really proud of me because I was they're like oh my gosh this kid is crazy when I was younger you know so I think that when we have when we work hard for something and we go through hardships when you like hard work feels good and I do know is you know I'm an excellently healthy eater but I'm not necessarily a great exerciser and that's something I'm trying to work on about myself But I I definitely know, and you hear that people will say as well, like, it feels good to sweat. (laughs) And I need to do more sweating. I need to do more exercising. But I think that general principle applies in all of our areas of our life. So sometimes, and you even hear this actually about depression too, that, uh, well, I know I'm covering a lot of topics here, folks. (laughs) Um, But you know, sometimes that people will often get depressed, for example, if they've been laid off and they don't have a lot to do. And they maybe aren't, you know, leaving the house or they're not doing anything and they're kind of haphazardly looking for work. And sometimes when we don't have a lot of things that we're working towards or that are keeping us busy and giving us satisfaction from hard challenges. I mean, I know when you have a traditional jobs, sometimes you have something really hard you need to do or a really hard project. And one of the best feelings I know I've had to give you know some substantial presentations at work or in my career, and I've been like, oh, I just feel sick beforehand, but I do a lot of work to prepare, and then I, you know, deliver the big project or the big presentation, and I feel so good afterwards because I did it, and I think that that real feeling of satisfaction really can be tapped into in all areas of our life. So sometimes, too, bringing it back to the raw context. I'll have a lot of people that I work with with raw food who will say oh my gosh Lord Jane like I've just completed my fourth day of eating totally raw and I it's been so hard but I'm so proud of myself and I think that that feeling again coming back to how do you want to feel feels good to have a little hardship to work a little hard because it's not always easy but if you can celebrate those wins And sometimes you can think, well, okay, today is kind of a bad day. Or even in my little presentation example, they're like, okay, it's the day before. It's the night before. I know I'm not going to sleep. I'm all stressed. I'm like, why did I agree to do this? What what was I thinking? But I can now call upon myself. And what I do actually is like, sometimes I'll think, oh, imagine how great I'm going to feel when I drive away and I'm in my car by myself and I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I did it. I am so proud of myself and so sometimes I will focus on that feeling and I know that I'll get there especially if I've prepared enough in advance you know I've done all those things that need to be done and I need to get through the hard part and then I'm gonna feel awesome and so that definitely um you know whether we're talking about food or career or whatever these basic principles they really um oops uh they really apply to all of those areas, I believe, anyway. So let me just end. I said I was going to talk about the book and I just was like, went blah, 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 about mindset and things like that. But I am really passionate about it because it's a total um, dovetail of what I do with raw food because I know that my passion is definitely about creating healthy habits and helping you to do that. And I know some other raw food people, maybe their passion is more nutrition or their passion is... I don't know. I can only speak to my passion, but I know that it's really complicated what we're trying to do with our eating habits. And all of these things, although they seem like, oh, what is she talking about? They're all related and they're all very systemic to a lot of areas of our life. Like once you get good at healthy eating or whatever the thing may be, you can apply those skills essentially of you know, setting up systems help how to motivate yourself, you can, you can get good in a lot of other areas of your life. And for some people too, it can't start necessarily with food. For me, it did food was my gateway of healthy change in a lot of areas of my life, actually. But for other people, it could be yoga, it could be their, you know, I don't know if so we all come in, to a life change from a different door, so to speak. So mine was raw food, which uh, it really impacted so many areas of my life and made me wanna do more exercise and you know, be more mindful in my life and a lot of things. But so for some people too, it is a completely different thing where sometimes they're really moved. I certainly know a lot of people who felt that way about yoga. And that was something that really changed them. And then it made them want to eat better, it made them want to maybe have more quality time at home or or whatever the thing is, you know, sometimes different things speak to us at different phases of our lives. So for me, it was raw food. And uh, that kind of led me to where I am today. So I guess I said I was going to share a little bit about the cookbook. So basically my cookbook is here and it is has been a very exciting kind of difficult journey and that it's been very different than everything else that I've ever done this is essentially the first tangible thing as you know I had a lot of different ebooks over the years and a members only area of my website which I still have and mobile apps and things like that but this was really a totally different beast the book is definitely something new. It was something I really wanted to do for a long time. But um, the timing feels right. It is a self-published book. But that being said, it is um, completely professionally designed. And um, it's like full color. It's 189 pages. It's something that I'm really proud of. And I know that my tendency as well, I love this quote. Someone shared it with me lately you know, the quote, don't worry, be happy. Well, there's another quote called don't worry, be crappy. (laughs) And I think that's funny, because um, sometimes my tendency is like, let's just do something and like, I can improve it later. And definitely I've taken that strategy. Oh, even with my eating or with my website, like in the old days, I was like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Let's just get something up there and see how it goes. But there was definitely with the print book like a weird feeling of pressure because it's like you cannot change it so I definitely had to take a different mindset with it and um, do a lot of like proofreading and you know you guys know I'm not great at that stuff so um, it was it was definitely an exciting project and even just the basics of figuring out how to get it printed and whether I should get a traditional sort of book deal or whether I wanted to self-publish and just learning all All of that stuff was actually a huge learning curve for me. And um, it's been extremely interesting. So if anybody, I mean, I don't know really what my point is, but I wanted to share it all with you. And uh, if anybody has any questions about that, if you have your own, um, you know, cookbook that you want to do, first I would say, don't worry about that end product. Start thinking more about what you can do today that someday maybe you can include in your cookbook. So if you're just getting started, you know, start usually like a free blog to help you post your recipes is a great place to start Um, or even having your own Facebook page or something like that. You know, I think just making those small steps is the beginning of the journey. So um, yeah, I know totally rambling, but kind of just enjoying this moment and I wanted to share it with you guys. So definitely my um, first release of my cookbook is coming out tomorrow. That would be February 17th, which is also my birthday. It is tomorrow. And um, so that would be available at the slash the book. And um, so you can get that. It is definitely a limited edition. Um, right now, I'm only having 100 books that are for sale there. So it's, I'm thinking just based on all of your guys's demands for a print book over the years and the feedback I've been getting this past couple of weeks about it I'm thinking that it may be selling out rather quickly tomorrow but it's really hard to know I've never sold a book like this so I'm don't know what to expect but um so yeah that is just go to therawtarian.com and you should see it there and um, I'm very excited and honored to be sharing this with you so right now really the only way to get the book is to be a member. So right now, there's just one thing that you can buy that includes the book as a free gift, because I really wanted to focus, um, you know, my efforts on my members who've been amazing and so awesome. And one of the things too that I love about having the members on the Rotarian.com is you guys will tell me like, why don't you tell me what to do? It's great. I actually respond really well to like dictatorship. Not that you guys are my dictators, but like some people will email me and say, you know, why don't you have a recipe for raw yogurt or I need this or why can't I have calorie information or nutritional information about your recipes? Like, Come on, the Rotarian, get to it. So I actually find that really helpful. And so definitely my members for a long time have been saying that there's nothing like a print book. So I wanted to create one for you guys. So thank you for telling me what you want and for helping to um, inspire me every single day. So I guess that's about it. So if you're listening to this after February 18th or so, um, it's definitely not irrelevant information. I'm sure, I'm hoping that maybe there will be another book in my future. I'm sure that there will be because definitely already there's things I want to be like, oh, I just created this really awesome Asian side sa- side noodle salad dish. And I'm like, oh, and I took this gorgeous picture. And I was like, this needs to be in the book. <laughs> so, but it's not in the book because, you know, the book was actually finalized many months ago. So I'm sure there'll be another book in my future. And I hope that you found this podcast somewhat um, comprehensible. But I think you guys know me well enough to know that... Um, I'm trying my best for you guys, and I really appreciate everything, um, all of your everything, you guys being here with me, um, because that's why I do it. As you heard me talk about motivation before, you guys are why I do what I do. So I guess I will end it there. I'm Laura Jane the Rotarian from therotarian.com, and I encourage you to come over to therotarian.com And Get a copy of my book while you can and I would be honored to be able to sign that and mail that to you from a logistical point of view um, It is you get a whole package when you purchase that so I'm definitely including shipping there Uh, Shippings included for Canada, the US, UK, Australia Um, And then if you live somewhere crazy, just let me know and I'm sure we can work something out for um, postage to other countries as well So thank you so much. I will end it there. And just thank you. You have been listening to the Raw Food Podcast with your host, The Rawtarian. Be sure to visit me at therawtarian.com where you can browse over 100 of my absolute favorite simple satisfying raw vegan recipes that you'll find pretty quick to make and with just a few ingredients and that taste amazing while you're there be sure to sign up for my newsletter and once you've signed up for that you'll automatically get a pdf copy of 11 of my most favorite most satisfying most delicious recipes including raw vegan alfredo sauce raw brownies and a whole host of other delicious recipes that you can make at home that are raw and taste amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to hear from you very soon. And until next time, enjoy your raw adventure.